At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Tournament Betting Breakdown with analysis on betting all 32 first round matchups with Tim Murray and Matt Humans. Here is Stormy Bonatoni. The conference tournament mayhem certainly delivered over the last 12 days, but now it is time to turn the page to the madness. Happy Selection Sunday, everybody. Stormy Bonantoni with you alongside my guy, Tim Murray. And this is our special three-hour tournament betting breakdown show. Over the course of the next three hours, we're going to get into all of the opening lines, how futures have changed. I mean, already, Tim, just with the bracket reveal, I feel like I'm overwhelmed, yeah. but we're going to help everybody soothe it all out. Yeah, it's it's uh, one of the greatest things uh, of the year is when you can get a clean sheet of paper, <laughs> Stormy, with 68 now teams. But it, it it's beautiful. It's one of the most... Uh, amazing pieces of art that we get each and every year. Selection Sunday should be a national holiday. I agree. Uh, and uh, yeah, the lines coming out and there are some interesting ones to say the least. And I, I saw, you know, our colleague Mitch Moss talking about games. He's already fired mm -hmm. on. People are throwing out opinions all over the place. It is, a, it is great. And uh, I've got some thoughts too. We'll have plenty of time to break it all down, get those fresh lines, maybe something that you like, something you don't like. So yeah, uh, it is, uh, it is great to see. And uh, let's get it going. No doubt. In addition to Tim, we'll have a slew of college hoops betting experts and analysts on throughout the show. Tim Mur uh Sorry. I'm here. You're Tim Murray. I'm right here. Yes. Right here. I Matt am an expert. Humans. Yes. Matt Humans is going to be holding down the fort for us <laughs> at the South Point studio. Um, he's going to talk to a bunch of the guys that are making the odds. Vinny Maiulo, Jimmy Vaccaro, Vin Jimmy Vaccaro Chris Andrews, um, Rich Bacheleri. So we'll have a lot going on throughout the And actually, why don't we just go check in right away with our guy, Matt humans over at the South Point. 
So many takeaways, I'm sure, of the initial bracket reveal, but what were some things that really stood out to you? Hey, great to be out here at the South Point today. Greg Hoops-Peterson and at the desk with me. And uh, Tim, I'm filling out my bracket now, and I heard you talking about Davidson. So I've got Davidson and South Dakota State in the Final Four. You like that? <laughs> I do, yeah. I, I actually, you know, Matt, though, you know, uh, you and I uh, both had Duke to win the ACC uh, tournament, uh, and uh, they go in last night, take on Virginia Tech. And I just, wa- watching that game and how poorly they defended Ball screen, step back threes, and now the possibility. Now, look, Davidson would have to get past Michigan State, but looking at Davidson, a top 10 three-point shooting team, I think that's a tricky matchup there for Duke in that second round. And and I, I felt like last night, Matt, that Duke team that we saw had a lot of similar uh, feelings to the to the Duke team that lost to Mercer or a Duke team that lost to Lehigh. So we'll see what adjustments are made. <laughs> and they're playing against your uh, Titans there. Good cash on Fullerton, 7-1. to one. Never a sweat in that one-point win at the uh, Big West Final. Mercer, Lehigh, upsets of Duke. Some of the great moments in NCAA tournament history, uh, Tim. <laughs> and uh, Stormy, yeah, I was, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think a lot of people were just automatically advancing Davidson right past Michigan State in that first round. And uh, Davidson is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. By the way, props to the odds makers of DraftKings. They had these numbers up almost instantaneously uh, when these matchups uh, were announced on CBS. So uh, I know the guys at the South Point are going to have their openers and they're going to be out here soon. But Davidson, a one and a half point favorite over Michigan State. Greg Hoops Peterson and I both were talking about South Dakota State and Providence. A lot of uh, sharp betters want to fade the Friars. And uh, that number open Providence minus one and a half. I know Greg and I were hoping to catch a couple more points with uh, the Jackrabbits in that game. But I'm, I'm seeing some pretty sharp I think opening numbers here so far, Stormy and Tim. Yeah, no doubt, Matt. And let's bring in our guy, Greg Hoops-Peterson, right now. We're talking about that Providence-South Dakota State game, but anything else that really stood out to you, whether it's whether it's lines or teams that did and did not get into the big dance? What I think is really interesting is I'm taking a look at a lot of these openers from DraftKings, and what I'm really noticing is that There's a lot of lines that it just seems like they're not giving the underdogs enough respect. I feel like this is the most wide-open NCAA tournament that we've seen in a long time. I think that Gonzaga should be a little bit of a favorite, but with that said, when you take a look at things up and down the board, if things wind up breaking wrong for even a team like a Gonzaga, like a Kentucky, I think that any of these teams can really be sent home early. I think that this NCAA tournament is going to be showing that there's going to be a lot of value on these underdogs. I think that we need to have some takeaways from Championship Week as well in the five championship games that we wound up seeing on Sunday all five wound up going under the total and you're noticing it defense are really wretcheding up when you wind up getting these 18 to 23 year olds in unfamiliar locations it winds up being a little bit more of a slow down drag them out style game and that bodes very well to defense oriented teams as well you know hoops uh, one matchup that uh, people are focusing on and, and me too you like to find these these senior laden, you know, mid majors uh, that ran through their conference and a team that you're familiar with being now uh, where you're from, Wisconsin, certainly struggled down the stretch. Johnny Davis is a bit nicked up and they get Colgate. Uh, what do you make of this matchup? I think this is a tricky one for the Badgers. Fortunately, though, for Wisconsin, they are playing in Milwaukee. So they, they, they get that a little home court feel. Uh, but I think this is a, a tough spot there uh, for Wisconsin. And uh, the early opener was uh, Colgate just getting eight. 
Yeah, but I saw that. I want to make it my line personally six on this one. So I do like Colgate catching eight if you're still able to get that right now because take a look at this Colgate team. One of two teams in all of college basketball shooting over 40% from three-point range. The other is a team that I like outright in South Dakota State. I think that they wind up taking down the Friars. To your point on Colgate, this is a team that is very veteran later. Now, you may recall Jordan Burns was really the heart and soul of that team a few years ago. He is now going to be out of the fold, but pretty much everyone else, like Nellie Cummings and company, they are back for Colgate. And Wisconsin is just so reliant upon Johnny Davis. We saw him not necessarily look 100% in that Big Ten tournament. They need to hope that he's 100% because when he wanted being out of the fold in that game against Nebraska, they melted down. They blew a double-digit lead. The two games that he wanted missing this year, those were against Providence and also against Nichols. On their home floor against Nichols, that was a three-point win. And then in the other game, they wound up only they wound up losing outright to Providence. So I do think that it's going to be an issue for Wisconsin if Johnny Davis is not 100%. Could not agree with you more. And we'll continue to check in throughout the course of the next three hours over at our South Point studio with Matt Humans and Greg Hoops-Peterson. But I forgot to mention, Tim, right off the top of the show, not only do we have a presence at the South Point and here at the Circus Sportsbook, <laughs> but we've got one upstairs at Stadium <laughs> Swim as well. I'm actually afraid to toss it up here to oh this team. Sean King, who are you with out there, my man? Oh, look I at that. I am with the great Mike Palm. I have Derek Stevens with me and also Wilbo, who uh, is the one that runs Stadium Swim. We're having a great time looking at the big board. Odds finally up. People having fun. Derek's got some interesting things that popped up in his mind when the bracket was initially announced. Yeah, great to talk to you, Stormy. You know, before the numbers got posted, we were sitting over here in the corner and we were all making our little side bets on what the number would open up at. We uh, we thought Michigan was going to open up more like a four, open up from a one, went to a three. So we saw some movement there. We always thought Notre Dame was going to be uh, going to be a, 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 a favorite. And uh, the way that things are playing out here for Las Vegas is pretty amazing because having Rutgers, Notre Dame is the late game on Wednesday night is unbelievable for Las Vegas. This this might be the most bet game of the whole first weekend. Now Mike doesn't think so, but I think with the way the way I'm watching their, their rivals on, on on the flights, I think everybody's going to be firing Notre Dame Notre Dame Rutgers. This is your alma mater, Mike Palm. I want to <laughs> say this to Tim and Stormy. We had an original concept where Derek would make the opening lines and Matt Metcalf would take the bets. He made Arkansas 19. Thank God we had this in the pool. <laughs> I don't think anybody has a better setup than those guys out there. What a blast it is at Stadium Swim. Any other standout matchups to you guys? Well, I think Michigan got really lucky with, with the way the bracket played out. Michigan gets to play the de facto at home in Indianapolis, so they get Colorado State. Uh, when we saw that when we saw that matchup, we thought, okay, here we go. We got we got a low seed that's going to come in as a favorite, and that's what happened. So we, we like that. And then um, from a Vegas perspective, there, there's obviously a lot of teams that really impact Vegas. Michigan State, Michigan State's one of them. To see Michigan State get Davidson and, uh, and the whole Forest story is unbelievable. And then if they come back, they win in that game, boom, got Duke. Coach K, Coach Izzo, how good is that? Yeah, I think there's a huge Duke bias going on, as if losing the last game at Cameron wasn't enough, and then watching Tim's conference tourney ticket go up in flames yesterday as Duke lost to Virginia Tech. The committee has decided they don't want Duke to make the Sweet 16, because they're trying to knock us out in every round, but hopefully we can come through. Hey, Sean. 
on, does Tim need to take his shirt off up here too? Is that what he's having? Yeah, he's a sometimes <laughs> fan. By the way, Wu-Tang forever. <laughs> Thank you so. Okay, that's Sean King, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, all hanging out up at Stadium Swim. We'll check out with them again periodically throughout the course of today's show. I don't think anybody's having more fun for the bracket unveiled no. than those guys. No. My goodness. Yeah, and I, I love how, uh, you know, Duke apologist uh, uh, Sean King. What's uh, the latest on your cigar cigar bets, by the uh, way? Well, Villanova's a two seed, so that's lower than a six. So I think we're we're good there uh, on that one. So, yeah, we still got some uh, still got some playing out. So uh, he has uh, he has one where he gets Kentucky, Auburn, and Duke, and I get the field. So uh, we, we will see how that plays out. I do like Auburn straw, though, in the Midwest region. Uh, they're a pretty sizable favorite. But I want to get to uh, what Derek said about Michigan. And, and this jumped at me, right? Michigan's an 11 seed. They're laying two and a half now at DraftKings. We'll see what the folks at South Point ultimately open this game at. Uh, but I think Michigan, this is, uh, to Derek's point, I think this is, is a good spot for them. You know, Colorado State, uh, to me, Stormy, I know you're you're big on the mid Mountain West, and I love watching the Mountain West too. I think San Diego State, your alma mater, actually got a pretty good draw in the first round against you Creighton. You do? I do, I do. I like their draw against Creighton, like especially if Nemhart isn't playing. Um, you know, if Nemhart's out, mm -hmm. you look at the defense that San Diego State will instill, and Matt Bradley. I think they'll make it really tough for Creighton and those shooters to get it going there. Uh, you watch them score 46 points in the Big East Championship game, so I, I do like San Diego State's draw there. Uh, I would lay the two with the Aztecs, but yeah, I, I think that's a good draw for Michigan and uh, Tennessee. In my opinion, Tennessee's got a nice situation, and uh, Tennessee Villanova potential matchup in the Sweet 16 would be absolutely phenomenal to watch those two teams meet in the South region. No doubt. Plenty more to get to. Speaking of the Mountain West, Wyoming did get into the first four. So when we come back, we'll break down those first four matchups as well as the top seeds and who may have the easiest and most difficult path. Stay with us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Tournament Betting Breakdown with Tim Murray and Matt Humans. Here is Stormy Bonatoni. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bets emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy. It's all just $19. So whether you're filling out a bracket, betting against the spread, whatever it is, our team is here to get you ready for every single game and every round of the tournament. Analysis from our experts, which include Greg Hoops Peterson and the wonderful gentleman on this show, Matt Humans, Tim Murray, also Jonathan Von Tobel. They have insights on every key team conference and player to watch from the favorites to those potential Cinderella stories we love so much. Sign up today. Get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for just $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. And this is our tournament betting breakdown show. And we're talking all things college hoops today. But we had some breaking news that yeah. just came across our desk. Tim Murray, TB12 coming back? Tom Brady, it's Selection Sunday, man. Come on. What? What are we, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, real quickly as we break this down, uh, Tom Brady just tweeted out, it's him. It's verified. Uh, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. So since Schefter hijacked his retirement, he's hijacking Selection Sunday. Is that what we've come, come on, to the conclusion Tom. on here? Yeah, so there you go. So he's coming back. So if you can go get a, a, a future on Tampa Bay, go ahead and uh, fire away. Incredible, incredible <laughs> news. Um, I'm, I'm sure that we'll talk about that at some point further. We have a lot to get into today. But let's talk about these top seeds in the NCAA tournament in the West. Gonzaga, of course, as we all knew, got the top overall seed. They're going to face off with Georgia State in the 116. In the East, Baylor, a top seed. The South, we see Arizona and in the Midwest, Kansas. And I think these are the top four that we all kind of had penciled in coming into today. Yeah, uh, Kansas uh, doing their part, winning the Big 12. So that helps solidify them for that number one seed. And then you see no team from the SEC getting a number one seed. That's because both Auburn and Kentucky uh, were bounced in either the quarters or uh, the semifinals of the SEC tournament. So uh, a little bit surprising there, but, I, you know, we've, we've talked about it. We'll get to that a little bit later. But the Midwest, I, I think Auburn did get a very nice draw in the bottom half of that bracket. Your three seed is Wisconsin, who I would be very surprised if they even are able to face Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, come the Sweet 16. I think their 7-10 matchup is rather favorable. But sticking with the one seeds, I'll tell you what, Stormy, Gonzaga, the possibility of them facing Memphis and, and look, could Memphis lose to Boise State? Absolutely. Memphis has lost some bad games. Look at their resume. But down the stretch, Penny Hardaway's team was getting right. I know they mm-hmm. lost today in the AAC championship game. But I, I look for teams with elite athletes. And can they take advantage against a team like Gonzaga? 
That's going to be an interesting line if that ultimately plays out. So I think, you know, Gonzaga has a rather challenging draw there uh, in a potential second-round matchup if Memphis were to get past Boise State. And then you look at Arkansas. Arkansas, the peak of Arkansas, is capable of beating anyone in the country, and that could be looming for them there uh, in a Sweet 16 matchup. Last year, Gonzaga had a cakewalk to the Final Four, ultimately lost in the national championship game. I think their draw, at least in the top half of this bracket, is quite challenging. And then you look at Texas Tech is looming down in the bottom of the West. They already played Texas Tech this year, and Texas Tech held them to uh, one of their lowest point totals of the entire season. So the West region, you know, for Gonzaga, fortunately for them, they get to play in Portland, and then I believe the, the West regional final will be in the Bay Area. So they'll have a lot of home cooking, so to speak. But I think the West region is a challenge for Gonzaga to get out of there unscathed. The Zags have made the ultimate title game two of the last four years, but have yet to get over the hump. Is this the year? Like you said, they have a tough draw. Let's bring in Matt Eumanns over at our recent studio at the South Point. With regards to those top seeds, if Gonzaga might have the toughest draw, Matt, who has the easiest? And why is it not the NFC South as well? Because clearly TB12 coming back is a struggle for those guys. <laughs> I'm actually not surprised at all that Brady's coming back. I'm disappointed that he had to announce it today. But anyway, uh, when you look at the top seeds, um, I think Gonzaga, I would, the big surprise to me was Gonzaga and Duke were put in the same region in the West. I know a lot of people are going to say Duke does not deserve a two, but to put Duke in the same region with the Zags is uh, surprising to me. When I look at the, uh, the South, I think Arizona should be able to uh, get to the Final Four. You said who's got the easiest. I think Arizona should... Uh, coast through the top half of that bracket and then uh, the bottom half Villanova is a team that probably would pose the biggest threat Villanova Tennessee if uh, the if the top seeds advance there I think Arizona is in pretty good shape to win the south I, I don't want to call it weak but I think Arizona got a really good draw in the Midwest uh, Kansas probably has to be thrilled with uh, who else is in that region because uh, Auburn's the number two seed the Tigers can't seem to win away from home and uh, you also have Wisconsin and Providence, two teams that look like they're going to be fades in this tournament in that region. So Kansas has got to be thrilled. So Kansas and Arizona, I believe, have to be really happy with their regions. And in the East, you know, I think Baylor got a one seed basically by default because there was not another team that really deserved to be a one seed. But in that East region, you've got uh, three other uh, seeds in the top four that at one point this season looked like they could be number one seeds. So you got uh, Kentucky as a two. Purdue is a three and UCLA is a four. So I think overall that's a very competitive uh, East region, even though I question whether Baylor deserves to be a one. No, really interesting insight as always, Matt. We're going to go check in with the folks up at Stadium Swim real quickly as we bring back in Sean King, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens. Sean, before we get into more of this hoops news as we continue the Selection Sunday talk, what's your reaction to your former team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady ultimately announcing he's coming back today of all days? Well, first of all, Stormy, I'd be remiss if we don't include the fourth part of this broadcast. Big Balls will bow here first, but, you know, Stormy. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm having Stormy. You know, I love to take care of the VSIN, you know, cast at Stadium Swift. You're going to have to start including me in these intros. You need any discounts, any I'm sorry, Big Balls. I didn't mean to do you dirty. I didn't mean to do you dirty. 
Where, where'd your voice go, Big Balls? Well, it's it's, it's been a, a little long. raspy up there at Stadium Swim tonight. It's been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend for me. I, I, I'm I've sorry. sent uh, Brady a text like, really, Brady, on Selection come Sunday? On, I mean, come on. You couldn't wait till tomorrow. But uh, Tampa, of course, the Bay Area is ecstatic. I mean, uh, it brings some clarity, I think, to some of the free agent. You know, question marks that existed for Tampa. What were they going to do at quarterback? But I've been told that behind the scenes, guys, the Bucks never stopped communicating with Tom Brady. They kept reiterating time after time to him that he was still welcome if he had a change of mind. And, you know, again, I think Brady kind of got forced into that decision. Remember the report came out a day early before he really was ready to make a, a decision. So, you know, I'm glad he's back. You know, I never thought that he would walk away after throwing for almost 5,000 yards and 40 plus touchdowns, I mean, that's not a guy that's washed up. So, you know, now the Bucks will get very active in free agency and try and build a team around him, you know, where they can get back, you know, to the championship. But this is the beginning of March Madness. This is Selection Sunday. And I don't know what my guys on the set think, but when I looked at the board, I asked Mike Palm, I said, what's going to be the biggest upset in the first round, and I saw at least six, seven games where I really thought they were a pick em. So, outstanding job by the committee of making this, at least in my opinion. I don't know what, you know, you guys think, Stormy and, and Tim, but this has to be like the most competitive bracket on the surface that we've ever seen. Yeah, no, I mean, it, you look at some of these, and you guys alluded to it, you look at Michigan State, uh, 11 seed being a favorite, Colgate a short you know, pretty short dog, all things considered. Uh, I want to go. I want to throw out to Mike Palm, though. Uh, Mike, you're Irish, getting Rutgers. It's not at the rack where, and they can't be beat. So, you know, what are you thinking about Wednesday late night? Are the Irish who really floundered down the stretch had to sweat out Selection Sunday? They head to Dayton. Think the, what do you think about Irish and uh, and the Scarlet Knights there? Yeah, it's a terrific play-in game, Tim. I, I, I made the number one and a half. Notre Dame, it looks like it's one. I, re I really don't want to take a side here. Should be a good game. You don't have to get Rutgers at the rack. Rutgers might be a hair better than the Irish, though I know it, it pains you to, to hear that. I'm a little confused about your surprise at how raspy Big Ball's voice is today. Did you have him labeled as one of the three tenors? I, I'm not really surprised at all. I mean, Mike, we have him in studio every night it's usually a little bit better than ah you know i just had a little rough weekend out there so uh hey, I, 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 Tim, I all up. i want to know is what does he think about michigan state sparty graduate drawing davidson in the first game well Derek kind of alluded to it earlier uh foster lawyer uh mr bat mr basketball in the state of michigan transfers to davidson uh I'm a little nervous about this game as, uh, as a Sparty grad. Uh, it's going to be scary. We'll see what happens. Michigan State hopefully picks it up uh, heading into this tournament. All right. Well, I know we got a couple more hits coming today, but we want you guys to know no matter what you're doing, nobody's having more fun oh. than the partnership that is Vizen and Stadium Swim. Kick it back to you guys in the studio. <laughs> there you go. Great. Now, Big Balls is mad at me, Tim. What am I supposed to do with that? What did I do? That's all right. You'll be all right. By the way, JVT just chimed in and he said, show Boise State some respect. By the way, uh, JVT, great hit, uh, right up on vsin.com, plus 310 uh, cash, Mountain West future as Boise State. Never a sweat, never in doubt, uh, beating your Why uh, beloved Aztecs. Why do we have to do this? Never in doubt. Never in business. doubt. Never San in Diego doubt. State had the ball with 20 seconds to maybe, go. Maybe get a Three shot Three opportunities, useless. I was there in person, fringing, 
hated everything about it, but nonetheless, at least the Aztecs are in. They are also an eight seed taking on Creighton. Um, lots more to come. Speaking of which, let's break down those eight, nine seeds when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Sends tournament betting breakdown with Tim Murray and Matt Humans. Here is Stormy Bonatoni. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Remember to order that KFC chicken sandwich today. And boy, does that image on the screen look mm. delightful. I love me some of that. Welcome back to the tournament betting breakdown. Stormy Bonatoni and Tim Murray with you on set here from Circa Resort and Casino, talking all things selection. Sunday, let's get into some of those eight, nine matchups here because there are a lot of really interesting ones with tight spreads yep. nonetheless. So let's start in the East. We have North Carolina, eight seed, taking on nine seed Marquette as a three-point favorite. What's just your initial feel for that game? Yeah, my initial feel is these are two teams going in different directions. Uh, you look at Marquette, uh, played above their skis this year uh, there, and uh, ultimately they get a nine seed. They weren't expected to be an NCAA tournament team, but look at how they finished the year, Stormy. Four and six straight up. Then you look at North Carolina. Since that horrific, ugly, disgusting, whatever you want to look at, Pittsburgh loss at home, they turned it around. They've got the talent. Can they put it together? Obviously, they lost to Virginia Tech, uh, but I think UNC, at the peak of their powers, uh, certainly capable of not only beating Marquette, but maybe giving Baylor, who's a little bit banged up, a run for their money in the second round. I think that's the biggest question mark, is which team shows up. And like Memphis. Exactly. Yeah. If if the right UNC shows up. And that's, that's the question mark with so many teams in this bracket, I feel like, is if that North Carolina. Look, I have been as critical on North Carolina as anybody out there. I thought they had no business being in the field of 68 prior to their win of Duke, but they beat Duke, and then they go to the ACC tournament, and they thump Virginia, a team that people thought, hey, maybe this Virginia team could be a bid stealer. Ultimately, obviously, it was Virginia Tech, but I think UNC, if they show up, uh, they've got the capabilities. Armando Baycott is an absolute beast down low. Who's slowing him down for Marquette? Brady Manick, you saw against Duke, he can light it up from three, so they've got guys that can make big time plays so it'll be fascinating to see Shaka Smart back in the NCAA tournament last year remember Stormy his final game as the head coach of Texas what happened lost as a three seed to 14 seed Abilene Christian so maybe a bad taste in the mouth of, mouth of Shaka Smart but I think this is a tricky matchup for Marquette didn't feel like they were playing all that well down the stretch we did touch on the Boise State Memphis game a little bit before the break but let's dive a little bit deeper into it Boise State the Mountain West Conference champion mm -hmm. does get that automatic bid taken on Memphis yeah this is a, a, a a great, great matchup. Ken Palm has it as, at one. Uh, that's where you're looking at the line as well. So uh, I think, you know, Memphis is a, a slight underdog here uh, against Boise State. And as you mentioned, Stormy, which Memphis is going to show up? Interestingly enough, South Point has Memphis as a two-and-a-half-point yeah. favorite. So you're going to see a couple discrepancies. I think DraftKings opened it up one-and-a-half, so you're seeing some action in the market for Memphis. And I think that makes sense because look at how Memphis ended the season. They swept Houston in the regular season, ultimately lost today uh, pretty convincingly to Houston, uh, the, to the Cougars. But... They beat SMU. They really started to kind of figure things out there. So you look at this team, all the, the pomp and circumstance around uh, them with the Amani Bates coming in. Obviously, he is not playing uh, anymore for Memphis uh, dealing with injury. But Jalen Duran is, is a stud. So 
yeah, I, I want to see uh, what you know Memphis can do here. Boise State is is playing as as well as anybody. Obviously, going into Thomas and Mac and and winning uh, the the Mountain West. So I think this is a, a phenomenal matchup. And uh, I think for Gonzaga, in my opinion, you're hope they're hoping that Boise State can pull the slight upset over uh, over Memphis. Now, who better to break down the numbers with than our guy Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point, along with our guy Matt Humans. What can you guys tell us about some of these eight nines? All right, Stormy. Uh, all three guys on the set here are going to keep their shirt on. We've seen too many guys with uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, no shirts today on today's show. Vinny, we have a strict uh, dress code here. That's right. Decent Vinny Maiulo with us works at the South Point Sportsbook and Gone Gaming. Uh, sportsbook director. You're, you're in the back with uh, Chris Andrews, yep. book director here, Jimmy Vaccaro, and uh-huh. Richie Bachelary, yep. longtime odds maker. What's the process like for you guys back there when these uh, matchups are announced and making the numbers? So recording uh, the matchups, right, and put them in, in regions just as they're announced, uh, Matt, and then making individual <laughs> numbers, okay, and then waiting. Uh, and, and again, uh, Don Best did a good job of uh, getting the numbers, the BI numbers, because the, the admin part of it, administrative part of it, is what takes a little bit more time, too. So making our numbers uh, individually, and then uh, uh, you know, uh, so I'll give a number. Richie gives his number, Jimmy, and then Chrissy has a number as well. And he's, you know, he's the quarterback, he's the director, and he says, "Okay, this is what we're going to open." And uh, the numbers open, and immediately, uh, both at the counter and on the phone, uh, up to ten thousand uh, a whack on some of these uh, some of these games. And we'll talk about how some of them have moved already. Okay, that's what I wanted to hit on, too, because Chris Andrews tweeted that out today about what the betting limits are here at the South Point. When I was out of here before the show, there were some uh, sharp bettors yep. uh, walking around the book just waiting for you guys to post these numbers up. And Chris uh, tweeted today and said that the uh, uh, the limit, 10,000 at the counter, 3,000 on the app. Get your power ratings update updated and get ready to fire. All right, so which games did you guys have the most debate about in the back room? Well, uh, you know, Matt, we looked at uh, there were a few where there were some the zags for, to start with. Uh, we, we opened up 22 here. Uh, I made the game 22. Uh, Richie made it 20 and Chris made it 25. He settled on opening uh, at uh, 22 uh, for the zags. Um, Memphis against Boise. I know Hold on the, just a second here. Okay, sorry. So you opened Gonzaga 22? We opened Gonzaga 22 here uh, at South Point. DraftKings mm-hmm. opened Gonzaga 27 and a half. Well, they, uh, uh, so you guys have a little bit of a difference on that game, a five point, five and a half point difference. Yep, they right. laid the uh, 22 and uh, 23. We're up to 24 right now. Okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, the uh, the Memphis game uh, between uh, Memphis and Boise State, uh, we opened two and a half here. Uh, I had the game about two, two and a half. Chrissy liked it two. Uh, Richie liked it five. And uh, I'm trying to keep track of uh, where all these uh, these moves are. That game now, uh, we opened at two and a half, and it, uh, they took the two and a half with Boise, and now that game sits at uh, at two. Okay, Richie B like Memphis f- by five. He liked them five five. Yeah, and again, you know, yeah. uh, current form uh, and the way they played. Even though they got beat today, of course, uh, Boise's got uh, some good form as well. Uh, but Richie's, you know, uh, you, you don't want these. The worst thing that could happen is the four of us sit back there and we have the exact same number. Of course. Uh, so, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, again, there were some that we were. Uh, I always think it's interesting when a, a guy who's that sharp makes the number that much different from the rest of you. Well, pay attention yeah. to it because okay. it may come back mm-hmm. to his number at yeah. some point, too. You know, so uh, that's that's the value of that, too. But, you know, there were some that uh, that we were, uh, you know, uh, pretty close on. Uh, you know, Duke, we were, you know, anywhere from uh, 16. Uh, to 18, and we used uh, 17 uh, on, in that game there. 
the Ohio State Loyola Chicago game. This one was uh, was interesting here. We opened at one and a half. Uh, Chris liked it one. I uh, liked it one and a half. Uh, Richie liked Ohio State three, and I believe that game has uh, switched uh, favorites uh, right now. Um, they've uh, they took uh, they took the dog there. In fact, uh, Loyola Chicago is now one and a half here uh, here at South Point too. So, so Richie B made Ohio State a three point favorite. Yep, he liked them. Uh, he liked them a, a bit higher there. Um, let's see here. If you look at uh, we were kind of all over this uh, this one here. Providence and South Dakota State, uh, man. Yeah, that's an intriguing matchup. A lot of people yeah. are going to like the Jackrabbits as dogs in this matchup. They, uh, they, yeah, we th- we we also we used one and a half on Providence here. I had them higher. Simple. I had them at about three and a half to four. Chris liked them three. Richie liked uh, the uh, South Dakota State here uh, as a slight favorite. Um, I I made it a bit higher simply because of the location. That game uh, uh, is uh, is up in Buffalo. Uh, they, we opened at one and a half. They did lay it uh, up to two right now as well. Uh, okay. So uh, again, uh, some of these, uh, you know, we were right on. You know, Auburn. We were all pretty close. We were within a point uh, with Auburn and uh, uh, Jacksonville State. Uh, but you know, there weren't too too many things, uh, too many games where we were just totally. Uh, you know, uh, dis- uh, you know. Okay, let different. me throw one more at you because yep. Hoops Peterson and I were talking about this game. We thought it was opened a little high at DraftKings UCLA, 15 and a half against Akron. Uh, what did you guys look at there in that 4-13 matchup in the East? Uh, Greg, in, Greg and I both liked a dog uh, at that number. I'm not sure where you guys opened. We opened it at 16. Okay. Um, I made it 16. You, Richie liked it UCLA 13. Chrissy liked it higher, actually, uh, at uh, 19 to 20. So uh, that game right now, uh, I'm just trying to uh, keep up with all these moves as uh, as we speak right here, too. And I'm sure that uh, the graphics uh, folks are doing the same thing. They haven't moved. It hasn't. Uh, they haven't bet it yet. So you got it, uh, UCLA right, 16? 16, and that's where it sits right now. All right, Hoops Peterson, fire away on the Akron yeah. Zips at plus 16 because I know you like that play. Let's go back to Stormy and Tim. That's Vicen Vinny from the South Point. Thanks, fellas. Uh, a couple of interesting takeaways there. The Ohio State, Loyola Chicago flipping. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they opened Gonzaga minus 22 and DraftKings had it 27 and a half. But both of them kind of middled now at around 24, 24 and a half. Um, and then South Dakota State, that Richie had them actually as a favorite initially against Providence. Yeah, a lot of sharp people, uh, obviously, throughout the year were fading Providence and uh, wasn't always coming home. Those lines were always uh, pretty short. I, I thought South Dakota State would be a trendy dog, whoever they mm-hmm. played, and then you get Providence, and, and everyone's going to be firing away. So we'll see. You know, last year, one of the early trendy dogs was Ohio playing Virginia, and they won outright. So uh, I do want to go back real quickly, Stormy, to Akron and UCLA, uh, to to Hoops Peterson and Human's point. I mean, Ken Palm makes it 13. Akron's red hot right now. They've won eight in a row. You know, in the semifinals, they took out the top seed in Toledo. I think Akron uh, catching 16 is a very intriguing play uh, against the Bruins there. A lot of points. Whenever you see those double digits, it's always like, oh. And Akron's no chump coming out of uh, coming out of the MAC there. Yeah. So, Plenty more to come on our tournament betting breakdown show. Stay with us. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sends tournament betting breakdown with Tim Murray and Matt Humans. Here is Stormy Bonatoni. This segment of our tournament betting breakdown show brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh new way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they also come in two strengths, so it's easily fine the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. It's available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bonantoni and Tim Murray with you on the set here at Circa Resort and Casino. But we're going to go straight back over to our South Point studio with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo because really interesting insight from them talking about how those numbers get set and and I know there are a few more games with line moves that are interesting to you guys. Take it away. All right, Stormy. We got some differences in the market, so let's talk about these and how the numbers are made. Uh, how is the sausage made here, Vinny, at the South Point? In the back room, it's you, Jimmy, Chris Andrews, and uh, Richie Bachelary. You got four veteran odds makers back there. It's always good to have a little bit of disagreement and debate mm-hmm. when you're making these numbers. What did you guys Talk about with Michigan State and Davidson because the DraftKings Davidson opened minus one and a half. That's what I'm seeing wow. on the screen. And okay. you guys actually flipped the favorite, and you like the Spartans, right? So what was that yeah. game like? Yeah, Matt, uh, we were real uh, pretty close on uh, on this one. I, I, I had the highest number on this one. Uh, we uh, uh, Richie liked the game one. And Chrissy had the game pick them. I had the game about uh, three. You're three talking and a about half. Michigan State. Right? I'm sorry, Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we uh, we opened one and a half. 
here uh, at, at South Point, and they haven't touched it just yet. I mean, which haven't t- hasn't moved, I should say. Every game is, is getting some play, and some of it's minimal, and some of it's you know in two ways. So right now, uh, this one has yet to move, and we're sitting at one and a half Michigan State. So you were the guy who was the highest on the Spartans. I you said you made the, the Spartans three and a half? I had them three, three and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, why why do you like the Spartans against Davidson in that matchup? That's uh, I just think yeah. I think the conference aspect has a lot to do with it as well, Matt. You know, we oftentimes talk about uh, and we're we're basing things on power ratings, right? Uh, but also rating uh, uh, the conferences and and the conference play. So you mm-hmm. know, look, Davidson had a terrific year, uh, even though they got beat today. It was a close game. They lost, but really, they had a chance to to win it at the buzzer. Or just before the buzzer, but also uh, you know Michigan State playing good ball. They didn't win the uh, the, uh, the uh, conference tournament, but again, conference uh, from top to bottom, the strength of the conference comes into play for me personally when I'm uh, when I'm making uh, a lot of these numbers, particularly tournament time. All right, let's talk about that conference. Big Ten got nine teams in. You got yeah. fourteen. Uh, team conference, nine teams get in the uh, tournament. How about Colorado State and Michigan? That's a 6-11 game in the south region. We just talked about Michigan State and Davidson. That's in the west region. So Colorado State-Michigan, I think, is a, a really intriguing game, a 6-11 Mountain West Big Ten matchup. Mm-hmm. And um, DraftKings, I saw open Michigan, minus one, uh, actually moved to two. What what? What's the uh, current number here at the South Point on the Rams and the Wolverines? Wolverines three. Now, some okay. folks are probably surprised that the Wolverines got in. Again, we don't get caught up in that whole debate. You know, we may comment on it, but just give us the matchups and let us make the numbers and, you know, let the debate fall where it, where it is, uh, where it will go. But uh, Michigan, and if you look at this game too, Matt, the game, I believe this game's in Indy, right? So uh, we, we opened the game Michigan two. Um, the game has been bet up to three. I liked it one and a half. Chris had it one. Richie liked uh, Michigan higher, so we're trending towards his number. He had it at two and a half. So this game, they laid the two, laid two and a half, and now we sit with Michigan as a three-point favorite over the Rams of Colorado State. Yeah, and I, I agree with you guys there too because I like Michigan a little bit in that matchup. Let's talk about one in the uh, Midwest region. This is intriguing because uh, LSU is going into the tournament without its coach. Will Wade was fired yesterday, yeah. and Iowa State, you could say, also has no head coach. T.J. Otzelberger is uh, one of the weakest, if not uh, the weakest coach in the field of uh, 68. Uh, LSU, a five-point favorite over the Cyclones. That was a DraftKings opener. What do you have at the South Point on LSU-Iowa State? LSU six on the opener. Uh, they took six. They took five and a half. Uh, the game is uh, now sitting at five. Uh, we opened at six, as I mentioned. Uh, I had the game six. Richie had the game six. I actually made it. Uh, uh, I could see. It, you know, I actually would have opened it probably six and a half. Chrissy liked it five. So uh, uh, Chris Andrews, our director. Again, we were pretty close on this game. We opened at six. They took six, took five and a half. But again, as you mentioned, I mean, sometimes, you know, Matt, again, here, here you have a situation where these are the two top conferences, too, in my opinion, Big 12 and the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Sometimes it's us against the world type of mentality here, too, and it may be the case with LSU. So I think this game is going to wind up being a pretty good two-way betting game. But uh, right now they took the uh, points with, uh, with Iowa State. All right, more numbers talk with uh, Visa and Vinny here at the South Point where the openers are up for the first round games. Back to Stormy and Tim at Circa. Thanks, fellas. Really great stuff. And let's talk a little bit more about that LSU-Iowa State game. Which uh, which no-head coach team has the edge in your mind? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Matt never pulls punches when it comes to <laughs> TJ Otzenberger, the uh, former UNLV coach. Yeah, it, it is, uh, it, it's, it's really interesting with, with Will Wade getting bounced 
Um, you know, it's not because of this. Obviously, it's 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 because of uh, the allegations and everything. But I thought the technical that he received at the end of the first half against Arkansas was one of the worst uh, coaching moves I've seen in quite some time. It completely flipped the game. They were leading by three. They're down at the half. And then they were running out of the building in the second half. So, yeah, you, you just wonder, you know, you, it, it has a little bit of a feel of, of a bowl game in this regard. I know this, you know, both these teams obviously can win something, um, but I feel like, you know, what motive, what type of motivation are you going to get from this, this LSU team? Look at how they played down the stretch, lost to South Carolina, uh, you know, losing to Kentucky and Arkansas is, is no, you know, big issue, uh, but then getting, you know, beat again by Arkansas, you know, Iowa state was kind of one of those darlings early on in the year. And then they started to struggle, you know, quite a bit down the stretch They had 36 points in a loss against Oklahoma state and in the final week there. So yeah, this is, uh, this is certainly making up to a game that uh, I don't know how much intrigue I'll have in it. If you made me pick it, I'd probably roll with LSU, but as you see, the market is starting to, to take, the dog a little bit here in Iowa state. Uh, I just, the, the offensive play can be absolutely horrifying uh, by Iowa state. They're 151st in the country in offensive efficiency. Stormy held to 41 points against Texas tech 36, as I mentioned, you know, three games ago against Oklahoma state. So, you know, what Iowa state are you going to get offensively and LSU with the athletes that they have, are they able to suffocate uh, that, uh, you know, that Iowa state team? The other 6-11 matchup that we do have set that we haven't talked about yet is the 6 seed Texas taking on Virginia Tech, who did win the ACC tournament. And Virginia Tech only getting one against Texas despite being the 11 seed here. Yeah, and, and I wonder if this Virginia Tech team, how much gas they have left in the tank. You know, Mike Young just did a, a, an incredible job. And to think that this team needed, you know, blew a lead to Clemson and was this close to be headed to the NIT? I mean, they weren't even in bubble discussions, and ultimately they run the table and get the auto bid from the ACC. Now they move all the way up to an 11 seed. So you look at Texas. Uh, Texas is a team that uh, the market has really liked. Uh, you, you think back to the odds to win the Big 12, Stormy. They were the fourth favorite to win that conference at around five or six to one, and then they get bounced by TCU. So first year for Chris Beard. I've been a bit disappointed at times uh, in what we've seen from Texas. I mean, Texas, think about all the transfers that they got. They got Marcus Carr in. They got Timmy Allen in. They got Christian Bishop. All these pieces transferring in. And I think all in all, there's a little bit of disappointment there with Texas. I mean, they were down as low as, you know, 25, 20 to one to win the national mm -hmm. championship. And here they are laying just one against Virginia Tech. My worry would be, I think it's what have you seen lately is how the betters are going to roll in this one. I think Virginia Tech is going to be a popular play because, well, what did they just do? They just beat Duke and pretty and in pretty with a, with a team basically full of mid-major mid -major players. Yeah. yeah. So I think this I'll be curious to see how the market moves in this one. Initially, this line seems a little fishy to me, but I do think this could be a public dog situation where the public is going to see Virginia Tech. They played so well in the ACC tournament. They think they're just going to continue continue to roll, you know, maybe the size and the athleticism of Texas may be a little bit too much. And remember this, Chris Beard has had some success in the NCAA tournament before taking that Texas Tech team a couple years ago to the national championship game and ultimately losing to Virginia. Yeah, no doubt. And I think it's a good point by you that Virginia Tech is a team that was potentially a first four out team oh, yeah. before winning that tournament. Like they I were mean, long shots in the ACC tournament for a reason. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about, and, and this might be a reason, Stormy, why you're seeing the market be as short as it is, 
Ken Palm and the, you know, the advanced market has absolutely loved Virginia Tech despite the record. They've played really well down the stretch, obviously. In addition to winning the ACC tournament, you know, they've gone 12-2 and two down the stretch here. So they've got, they've, they've started to play at its peak at the right time. And Texas, on the other hand, has not. So they've lost three in a row. So it might be a situation there where that's what it's looking at. I mean, you've got a 6-11 matchup in your bracket that is 15 versus 23 in Ken Palm. So it shows you, you know, both of these teams have been pretty well respected in the advanced market out there. No doubt. I think that's going to be a fun game in general, going back and forth. And I do like Virginia Tech, but I agree, like the public persona of it is going to go a little bit harder on Texas top 15 in defensive efficiency. So we'll see if Virginia Tech can have the same success that they had shooting the ball that they did against Duke against this Texas team. Tough one, no doubt. When we come back, we'll head back up to the stadium swim crew. Habs, oh gosh, I'm t- they're living the dream. We need some sunshine in here. More tournament betting breakdown, breakdown when we come back. <laughs> 